So on this Palm Sunday, the first day of what we traditionally call in the church Holy Week, I think it's appropriate that we, we start with the Old Testament prophecy by Zechariah that foretold of this grand entry into Jerusalem by our Lord Jesus. Listen to what Zechariah wrote. Bear in mind, this is centuries before this event unfolded before the people on that glorious day we have come to know as Palm Sunday. Zechariah the prophet writes, Rejoice greatly, O daughter Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter Jerusalem. Lo, your king comes to you, triumphant and victorious is he, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. He will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off, and he shall command peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. See, the Gospel of Mark tells us, Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. And many people spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut in the fields. Then those who went ahead and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our ancestor David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. See, this is quite the spectacle the people are making over this man Jesus. Could this be the king who will deliver Jerusalem from the hands of her oppressors? Look. They say he's riding on a donkey just as Zechariah the prophet foretold. It has to be him, right? It has to be the Messiah. It has to be the king, our deliverer that has been promised through the ages. But we know the story, don't we? The, the shouts of praise and joy soon turned to shouts of anger and disappointment and frustration because what the people couldn't understand, what they couldn't wrap their minds around was that Jesus was not an earthly king. Paul talked about it in his letter to the church at Philippi. He says, let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form, not of a king, but of a slave, being born in human likeness and being found in human form. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. 
Now, with that in the back of your mind, have you ever been disappointed because your expectations were unmet? Have you ever been disappointed because your expectations were not met? Have you ever been discouraged because what actually happened was not anywhere close to what you had expected to happen? If so, what was your reaction? Did you become angry, frustrated, depressed? Did you want to lash out at the source of your shattered expectations? Did you want to blame someone for your disappointment? See, our, our human condition puts most people in a position where we are prime candidates for disappointment regarding our expectations. And very often, when dealing with things of a spiritual nature, that disappointment comes from our expectations being far too low. We make God smaller than his capabilities. So that was the problem with the people in Jerusalem. They were aiming too low. They were disappointed that Jesus did not overthrow their Roman oppressors, not realizing that Jesus came to overthrow sin and death. Roman oppressors were small potatoes. Jesus came to fix the big issues. And so they rolled out the red carpet for him. And then in their eyes, in their human eyes, he didn't deliver. They praised him as king, and he didn't live up to the title that they had in their minds. Now, as Christians, for most of us, Palm Sunday is, well, it's kind of bittersweet. And finally, it seems that Jesus is getting the praise and honor that's due him. We love the triumphal entry, don't we? But we know the whole narrative. That just as Jesus said again and again, he would die on the cross and then three days later he would rise from the dead. Can you, can you fathom the love of a God who would do that for you? Can you let go of your human expectations long enough to consider yourself the way Christ thought of himself? Think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of himself. He had equal status with God, but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages of that status no matter what. When the time came, he set aside the privileges of deity and took on the status of a slave and became human. And having become human, he stayed human. He was an incredibly it was an incredibly humbling process for him. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life and then died a selfless, obedient death. And the worst kind of death at that, crucifixion. And because of that obedience, God lifted him high and honored him far beyond anyone or anything ever. So that all created beings in heaven and on earth and even those long ago dead buried will bow in worship before this Jesus Christ. 
and call out in praise that he is the master of all to the glorious honor of God the Father. See, Palm Sunday is, is a gateway. It's a gateway into the Jerusalem that is our own heart and mind. It's an opportunity to consider just what exactly are our expectations of this man, Jesus. See, as we enter Holy Week and begin these final steps with Jesus to the cross, we need to ask ourselves the question, what are our expectations regarding Jesus? Who is he to you? Is he an earthly king in stories of long ago, or is he the living Lord of all creation? Is he your personal Messiah? Or have you set your expectations far too low? Have you made him something less? The account of Jesus' triumphal entry begins with Hosanna. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our ancestor David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Hosanna means salvation has come. Hosanna in the highest means let all the heavenly host join in our song of praise. Salvation, salvation, salvation has come. I can think of no better way to enter Holy Week than praising God for His Son, Jesus, bringing salvation, not held high on a golden, a golden chariot, but riding in, as Zechariah foretold, on a lowly donkey. Not a king of the earth. Not a king in the world view. Oh, but something much better. Savior Jesus. King of kings. Lord of lords. The name to whom every knee will bow. The name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Song of praise, I need.